The views and opinions expressed on WXOJLP are solely those of the original hosts and guests of their respective programs. These views and opinions do not necessarily represent those of Valley Free Radio Incorporated, its volunteers, or any other hosts, guests, or programs broadcasted on this station. If you would like to know more about Valley Free Radio, please visit us at valleyfreeradio.org. Good evening, and welcome to Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP, 103.3 FM, out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm your host, Michael Dow, and with me tonight are Stefan Ward-Wheaton. Yeah, hello. And Susan Timberlake. Hey there. With the inimitable John Roberts once again inevitably running the board. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> oi, oi, oi. <laughs> so before we get into talking about whatever dribs and drabs of, of minor political news might be of interest today... Uh, I should mention, first and foremost, that it is Pledge Drive Week here at Valley Free Radio. Woot, woot. <coughs> money, Valley money, Free money, Radio money, money, is money, money. an all-volunteer, <laughs> non-profit organization. We operate on a really small budget, and Teeny. <laughs> nobody gets paid. In fact, we all pay to be here. And uh, we try to bring you a big variety of programming for all kinds of interests and tastes, and none of it's possible without support and contributions from people like you. So, uh, we encourage you to support, because not only do you get shows like Civil Politics, you get, you know, Valley Tango, uh, The Warm Heart of Africa, Vinyl Vinyl Countdown, uh, Press Start to Continue, uh, uh, Farm to Fork? Farm to Fork. (laughs) fork. I'm totally drawing a blank. A subculture, the one coming up right after us. It's like, I love subculture. You know. (laughs) You know, with drum and bass with DJ Fife. There's like a lot of good shows. Plus, you know, things like Democracy Now, uh, uh, Voices of the Middle East and North Africa, the Counterspin, you know. Evidence that preceded us, which is a great show. Evidence-based, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's absolutely. Amazing. So there's a lot of programming that you can't find. Well, I mean, you can't find anywhere else because we do it. But um, even beyond that, you, you don't find a lot of people talking about uh, like First Nation voices, you don't find a lot of people talking about issues happening in the Native American community, um, despite the fact that there's some big stuff happening there. I mean, the Dakota Access Pipeline kerfuffle is just like the one I've, I've heard about, <laughs> the one everybody's heard about. But there's a lot going on. So uh, please so support us. And you can do that by calling the station, which is a 413-585-1033. That's 413-585-1033. And donate to us over the air, I mean over the phone, or you can go to our website. And this is the way we prefer because it's it's much easier and it's got it's through PayPal, so it's a secure donation thing. There's all kinds of internet security protocols that our, our tech wizards have put in. Um, but you can do that quite simply at uh, valleyfreeradio.org slash donate. And that's pretty straightforward. And Stefan, there was something like, so they could specify that they wanted to support civil politics? Uh, yes. It's, if you want to, uh, if you want your PayPal donation to uh, be sort of tagged for a particular show or a particular set of DJs, um, you can uh, go <laughs> Quick, to go our, now. <laughs> uh, well, you can donate during, uh, during our show, um, and it usually automatically gets to our show if it's during our hour but if uh, you're not donating during our hour and you'd like to credit civil politics you can uh, hit the custom button when you go to our donate page if you go you'll see uh, suggestions for uh, various dollar amounts and then a custom button so hit that custom button and there will be a note uh, function when you actually go to process your payment and you can write 
yay, civil politics, or, oh, civil politics sucks. You should get it off the air right now. Whichever you uh, prefer. You can pay to uh, get us off the air. Just just put in, you know, $100. Put in more if you like. That's if fine. If you want this, the show to be completely off the air, then t- please donate $2,000 to valuefreeradio.com. <laughs> 2000 10000 10000 please. I have standards, sir. Fine, 1000 We're in an inflationary good, economy. 1, good day, sir. I said good day. I think Mike's monocle just popped off <laughs> his, his face. Both of them. <laughs> and his hat flipped off like W.C. Fields. It was quite an image. <laughs> My Van Dyke curled up. Yes. yes. <laughs> My collar stays popped out. out you know. <laughs> so, uh, all kidding aside, seriously, please do donate to Valley Free Radio. It's valleyfreeradio.org slash donate or call us at 413 413- Five eight five one zero three three to make your pledge. Um, and I should add, uh, in honor of my late brother David Dow, his estate will give ten dollars for every human donor we get. Um, <laughs> I have to specify that, so you can't give us anything for your cat. That won't work. But yeah. if you even if you give us a dollar, though, you should give us more. But even if you only have a dollar and you give us a dollar. It's still $10 extra for Valley Free Radio. Man, you're really leaving out that moose constituency. You know, they're, they're <laughs> growing back in this area. We should really reach out to them. <laughs> but that aside. They're trying to horn in on our, oh, no, antler uh, in on oh, our. Oh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> ten, ten bucks. <laughs> ten bucks to get us off the air. <laughs> oh, you're lowering this. Oh, and we could, you're I'm, lowering the tone. I think Dave. what John was saying is that I'm weakening our bargaining position with yes. every word comes out of my mouth. Do- I, I, Dr. Robert has had enough. <laughs> I don't know if we still have any left, but we had $5 gift certificates we to uh, River Valley Co-op. So if you made any donation, we would give you one of those. So. Oh, yeah, that too. Yeah. Yep. So, so give us a dollar, we'll give you five, and we make 11. So yeah, there you go. And, and <laughs> Give us more, please, because, you know, we do have uh, bills to pay. That's what pays to, you know, keep the lights on and our transmitter transmitting and our, our shows streaming over the web and all kinds of good stuff like that. Indeed. So, um, yes, yeah, so that's uh, that's the important thing I have to mention here. There's, there's really nothing else of particular interest. Oh uh, Stefan, God. wasn't there? You yeah. have something you want to talk about. It's been a everybody. real nothing-burger of a week, hasn't it? No. Yeah. Well, there, there was something. You were insisting we should talk about it. What was it again? Uh, oh, well, right. The possible complete undermining of our democratic system and values. Right. Yes. In a twist that uh, only a sadist could have predicted or the, a really hack hollywood screenwriter or that the fbi <laughs> is now the guarantor of uh, the people's rights in our democracy somehow um this the comey i think you know comey for those of you who you might think, be tuning in yes. to a re- later recording of this episode uh, the big news this week, the really big news this week, is President Trump decided to fire the director of the FBI, James Comey. Mm-hmm. While he was in California. While he was, <laughs> Comey was in California? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. And he discovered it by watching the news, I yeah. believe. He came up behind yeah. him. He thought it was they were punking him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which, admittedly, is a great prank. Um, even though it's real, it's still a great prank. And then they sent him a letter. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah and they sent it to his office where he wasn't, so. <laughs> oh, well, nicely done. <laughs> Unbelievable! It, it's been an absolute farrago, just like a like a just an incredible array of poor decisions and 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 just incredible, just 
ludicrousness. Um, so, for example, um, Sean Spicer, the White House press secretary, at one point was hiding in the bushes so that, that he, wouldn't talk, <laughs> he didn't have to talk to the press. I mean, like, literally he was talking to them, and then he ducked into some shrubs. I've heard Melissa McCarthy's going to do a really good thing on Saturday Night Live this Saturday. She's they've been the guest this week. Yeah, yeah they've yeah. been, like, teasing it. They had her driving the podium down a street in New York oh or something. I, I don't know what So I'll post that to the page. <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah, so <laughs> might want to make that our banner. Yeah, <laughs> so I mean that's 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 kind of funny in a sad way. Well, the other spokesperson now, so the Huckleberry, um, uh, Huckleberry, yeah. Mike Huckabee's daughter, Mike Huckabee's daughter. Mo- is it Melissa? She's got three names, right? Something something, something, something Huckabee, Huckabee, yeah, or something Huckabee something, or yeah. Sanders maybe. Yeah, I don't think she's very articulate. I have to say, I, f- I find it hard to watch I, her. I, well, she amazingly, I, I find her less charismatic than uh, Sean Spicer, but you know, I'm, that's a that's a low. Bar so far, she hasn't uh, hidden in the shrubs. So like she's <laughs> yeah, she's, she's out more, front right she's now. She's got more mm-hmm. guts, <laughs> so I'll give her that. Oh my but goodness! Just, but in a in a larger sense, um, I, actually, I really want to hear what you guys think. But just like a thing that's just blowing my mind, and I have to say, my mind it is blown by this <laughs> is. So supposedly, uh, the, the the story that came down was all right. The president has fired FBI Director Comey, and he did that because there was this memo from the new Deputy Attorney General on the job two weeks on the job two <laughs> weeks who wrote a memo saying that because of the way uh, Director Comey, frankly, kind of mishandled the investigation into Hillary Clinton last year and her email server thing, that really maybe he should be fired. And uh, Jeff Sessions also seconded that idea. Even and, though he's recusing himself from anything right, from to the do investigation. Yeah, of yeah. either Clinton or Russia. So so <laughs> Trump fired him. And the story was basically like, oh, well, Comey had lost the president's confidence, and that's why. And then the president gave an interview with Lester Holt of NBC and basically said, no, I mean, yeah, they came in with a recommendation. But no, nah, I'd already decided to fire him because of the Russia thing. <laughs> And it's just that's going to be the sixth, the missing thirty minutes or whatever of the tape yeah. right there. So, I mean, he, I can't believe he said it's that. It's not missing. He's on record. <laughs> yeah. And there's just the thing that gets me about this. I, well, there's a ton of things, but just on a very basic level, it means okay, absolutely. Like this has put the nail in the coffin of really paying attention to anything. The white uh, any spokesman for the spokesperson for the government when they say blah 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 the president decided this or we're doing that or this is what happened we just we know we can't con- trust yeah them. he's going to contradict we know them. that they are going to tell that, that whatever they tell us may not be true it may be an excuse to cover up what's actually going on and we may find out the truth if trump feels like blathering it out or isn't you know paying attention I uh, hope there are tapes. I just <laughs> yeah. So what were you? What's that? What do you mean by that, Sue? Uh, well, you know, remind there, us. Well, there's been a couple of tweets around any kind of threatened Comey because Comey was saying something different than what Donald Trump said about their dinner meeting when he first took over. Because he January twenty seventh. Yeah, think. and yeah. Um, and uh, there's been some controversy about what they said to each other, and Comey said something different than what Trump said, and Trump tweeted something like, "I don't have it verbatim that." I hope there are tapes, you know, you better hope there aren't any tapes. Well, some are, you know, we can look it up in a second, actually, because it's a tweet. It's short. But the the thing was— But it implied that either Trump taped it or let's hope Comey didn't have a recorder in his pocket either way. But I hope somebody did. Well, it's it's amazing. But, like, so people who, like, associates of Director Comey's—not Director Comey himself, but—or I should say Mr. Comey now, because he's not running the FBI, but— Oh, here um, we go with the tweet. Oh, go ahead. From <laughs> twitter.com slash at Donald at real Donald Trump. 
Uh, James Comey, James Comey, better hope that there are no quote unquote tapes of our of our conversations before he starts leaking to the press! Exclamation point. So I think I think putting tapes in scare quotes is somehow just. So, of all the things in that that could mean MP3s, yeah, it could be, mean zip drives, it, it could mean CDs, it, it could, could have been CDs. recorded on a wax cylinder by like one of those things that Thomas Edison made. Eight tracks, <laughs> yeah, there are eight tracks. You know, there's some wax cylinders in downtown Northampton in one of the jewelry stores. Oh, neat. I didn't yeah, know if that. you ever want to see one, they're so so quite special. But on a, on a basic level, the the account that came through friends of James Comey's who felt like they could talk now that he was no longer head of the FBI said that Trump had basically asked Comey to to pledge personal loyalty to him to keep his job to keep his job, and yeah. Comey had refused. And uh, yeah, and, uh, and actually, also um, Trump said that he, that Comey asked him to have him to dinner, and Comey says no. Trump invited me to dinner, so they don't even agree on who. <laughs> Who in t- who started that dinner and what it was about? So, so a- <laughs> yeah, uh, we, I'm 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 not a hundred percent certain, but uh, wouldn't it be a felony if the president had been taping that conversation without a warrant or without Mr. Comey's? Consent? I think it depends on the state and the circumstance, and I'm not, you know, like our colleague George was on some of the rules of the law. But I think some of it depends on what it's about, and if if you've warned when you go into the white house that you know there's recordings made mm. then that would cover it so but i don't think that's true because they're all asking if there were any right that's the question yeah. of the of the evening is whether or not there were any tapes made of the yeah. the meeting uh, well and what's going on that he's asking say- the head of the fbi for loyalty and not for honesty <laughs> which yeah. is what comey promised him was he'd be honest with well him, also so. and like how does how is it trump is using the conditional voice <laughs> I mean, don't you know? <laughs> I'm not sure he does. Fair I enough. mean, it's an open question. Uh, this this is a guy who j- he doesn't shoot from the hip; he shoots from the ankle. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I mean, it, it's it, somebody. Uh, who is it? Uh, I think you both were comparing uh, comparing his White House to the uh, the. Uh, the, the Parisian court under Louis Quinze. You know, sure. The, this almost aristocratic sort of milieu. Where oh, before we went on the air tonight. On. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> sort of looking, tr- trying the court to at Versailles is certainly a uh, court of Versailles. Yeah. yeah. And how interesting. And who's the joker? That's what I want to know. Well, uh, entertain the. <laughs> you mean the jester? A jester, yes. Well, that would be Sean Spicer, I think. <laughs> well, and after, after him, the deluge, perhaps. Yeah, as yeah. The original Louis once said. Yeah. Um, but it's you know I'm 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 I've been reading this article. Um, Rick Perlstein, who's an author, wrote a great book called Nixon Land mm-hmm. about the heard of the Nixon administration. Um, a really fantastic book, actually. Um, he put out an article in the Baffler, which is an online magazine. This is on May 10th, comparing because there have Just already two days been, ago. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Before and the most yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. Before the most recent uh, round of Twitter storms. But after Comey was fired. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and there was all this talk about how does this stack up to Watergate? You yeah. know, you have, a, you have a sitting president who's manipulating the justice system yeah. and um, both, to, both to potentially cover his own uh, posterior and also to sort of uh, uh, instigate actions against his political enemies. So, mm-hmm. you know, how does this stack up? And he makes the great point that in 1973, 
mm-hmm. or 1972. Uh, is when it really started to break. Yes. You got reelected in 72, Se- but it already... in 72, the scandal really started to... He started to come out in 73, yeah. 74 he resigned. But 72, the, the rumors and the whoosies were floating, and then it's sort of, yeah, they after. Were, yeah, yeah, he managed to push it off till after the, the election. election. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. but he mean, made the point that there were, there were still, um, you know, as much as sort of there's this cult of bipartisanship that is often overblown and kind of mythologized in Washington, there were still at that time Republicans who were willing to go in public and denounce the sitting president from their party for over for you know uh, constitutional overreach. Yeah, I don't see any of that kind of principle or backbone yeah. respectfully. Yeah, except for me, our, of course. Well, except for you, <laughs> yeah, yeah. from from but sitting yeah. Republican elected officials in Washington today. You know, and um, and I think they didn't at first. It was just a, it was two Democrats at first that started to call for impeachment. Sure, with Nixon. Sure, and then. I I forget who got you know I should remember because I actually was you know well alive at the time, but that process of sort of winning over some of the Republicans that had more ethics and more had were less afraid I think of Nixon. Well, uh, sure, and I think I I think also just you know once it became clear oh no this isn't just like the Democrats ginning something up because I mean you know like like oh it's a minor lapse you know like. Whatever they you know. broke into the DNC, yeah. they were just making trouble. Well, I mean that, that yeah. that's bad, but I yeah. mean like like okay, so a bunch of yahoos out of a can- local campaign office decided to get creative and broke into the Democratic campaign office. That's annoying, but yeah. like, and it's not cool. But like, did the president actually know about it? Did he authorize it? Mm-hmm. And you know, I, actually, to this day, I'm I'm not entirely sure whether or not he authorized it in advance, but he certainly authorized kind of them up. covering yeah. it up. And, and then he like, fired Cox, and that was the beginning right, of the exactly. end. Right, exactly. So, I mean, at that point, it becomes like, oh, this isn't just some sort of political tempest in a teapot or an attempt to get us. This is this is actually bad. This is actually like an attack on the values of the republic. And I think when it really broke open for Nixon, there were subpoenas, and there were, yeah. you know, there, it was a lot further along than we are in this. Well, there are subpoenas going out. Oh, I should Soon. mention, <laughs> by the way, this is Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio. Thanks for listening. Um yeah, I mean, like the uh, there have been indictments or not indictments, subpoenas have gone out uh, for Michael Flynn and various other yes. figures involved yes. in that investigation. People around the president, yeah. So. But I think um, the impeachment—I forget when the impeachment started with Nixon. Well, yeah, I, but it was—they they started talking about it. I don't know when, but yeah. but you know, he wasn't actually never actually got to the point of being impeached. But for a while, it was people around the president. I think they started to file the articles. They removed the vice president because they didn't want the vice president. Sparrow Agnew. Yeah, they had made sure he was out of the way. Thought they got rid of him because he was corrupt or taking bribes or something. Well, maybe? they were. It was. I don't remember. It was a. It was a process because yeah. they didn't want to impeach the president with a vice president that was worse. And so there was a whole bunch. There was a. There was a. I honestly like. I was. I was <laughs> yeah, four when that I all ended. Breezes, so I so. really don't remember <laughs> the details. I, I remember it happening, but I don't remember yeah, the details. And my memory's not what it once was. But it's very interesting because there are so many parallels, and the mistakes that were made is exactly the mistakes that Trump's making, mm-hmm. as in you know saying things that reveal that there might be tapes, and you know saying that he may have asked for loyalty, and that he was actually concerned about the Russian investigation. Yeah. Well, and this is kind of, I, I'm sure a lot of Democrats are salivating over this oh, yeah. because, you know, they, they'd love to nail this guy on something. But I don't, I mean, we, we're, we're 
approaching sort of an institutional test in terms of whether or not a sitting president whose party controls both co- uh, both, both chambers of, of Congress, Congress and you know really doesn't have much in the way of a of an electoral check on himself if if something real i mean really unequivocally damning comes out are our institutions going to function the way they should? I Good mean, question. It is a question. I don't. Yeah. I don't know the answer. I'm not real- leading to an answer. I, it's an open question for me. And I think the way yeah. you started with, you know, the FBI at this moment is what really stands yeah, because the, the FBI, attorney. Yeah, the not institution the attorney general. That spent most <laughs> of the 20th century slavishly upholding executive authority. And, to the and po- spying I mean, on people, and spying on civil on rights uh, agitators and so <laughs> yeah. forth. Yeah, you ba- basically carrying out murder plots in some <laughs> in you know, effectively on you know, on uh, activists and uh, you know sort of minority groups who are agitating for their rights. I this mean, is the chance for them is, to redeem themselves. Well, maybe <laughs> I mean it's just irony of ironies. This is the point where we're at, and and it's even the point where Democrats, who six months ago were calling for Comey's head, understandably so, now have to do a, a complete pivot. And this is to be, you know, it it is kind it was of sort a, of a brilliant move on Trump's part. Yeah, to make it's them a PR. <laughs> it's a difficult PR thing for them to do because they basically have to flip Why? on a dime. Why? Huh. It's not a difficult thing at all. Because he's the ration, the official rationale, not the tr- Miss Trump spouting his, yeah. you know, his spout. But the official rationale is that. Um, Comey's actions in the run-up to the election, announcing, you know, reopening the, the investigation, yeah, yeah. were, you know, in is the that is that is the official explanation for why he is unfit to be FBI director in the, according to the Trump administration. However, most sentient beings looking back will understand that that. First of all, that move p- completely played into Trump's hands in the election. He spent a goodly part of goodly, bigly, excuse me, a bigly part of the campaign that, that calling really for isn't her a word. to be locked up. No, it's not. But he said it, so but he, I'll, I'll hold him to it. Uh, for uh, he spent on uh, numerous occasions. Uh, he actually praised uh, Comey for uh, yeah, being he said a good backbone, yeah. having a backbone and fixing the error he made in the yeah. first place for letting her off the hook. It's a, I mean. His, uh, from a branding perspective, since this guy is, you know, all, if nothing, if not a brand, I, I sort of understand the rationale because he's kind of doing what he did back in the primaries, which is just to upend the rules of sort of, I don't, I, I don't think even somebody like Pence would have that much audacity to, to basically, to fire somebody who, to fire a government official, his subordinate, who is investigating him as per his jo- this person's job, and then to say that the reason for firing him is because of because of retrospectively because of actions that directly uh, benefited the, this president in in an election that he was running against his opponent. I mean, it's it's a, you, it's like he's testing this sort of the lower end of the IQ. What do you this. think, yeah. Sue? Well, no, I'm sitting here listening to Stefan. This is sort of wonderful to hear the the thought process because I think all of us are just astounded that this happened. And I think for Republicans that have any modicum of ethics or um, belief in the American system, I mean, I think this is pretty shocking to, mm-hmm. ev- to everyone. 
anybody of substance in my party, I'll put it that way. Sure. So I, I'm looking at this, and I'm looking at sort of the cast of characters and trying to figure out who in the world's going to stand up to this if the FBI doesn't. Because there's, there's the House Committee, which been just, mm-hmm. they're, they're very ineffectual, and Nunes put himself on the side. But Yeah, yeah, Nunes very clearly indicated that he was willing to... Yeah. To carry Trump's water. The Senate, the Senate uh, committee that's looking into it, which has a little more hope, but um, you really wonder if they have the backbone for this. Mm-hmm. And I heard uh, somebody on C-SPAN talking about the th- the three possibilities: the special counsel prosecutor, which was the Nixon yeah. uh, right. scenario, where he was able to fire Cox, but then they negotiated with him. So um, Leon Jaworski, the guy who actually brought him to his knees, yeah. they sort of agreed to him and agreed that he couldn't be fired. And but that a lot of that architecture is gone. George was telling us a couple of weeks ago that yeah, it's yeah. gone. The law of, uh, law expired. Yep, the special congressional um, committees which we have, mm-hmm. and then there's an independent commission which is more like you know the 9/11 commission mm-hmm. was Republicans and Democrats. It was actually external to Congress. Congress couldn't touch it, nor could the president. Yeah, and they agreed to that because of the. Um, problems, you know, 9-11 was a pretty serious strike at our democracy. Um, But that, they, the keys are they have to have a budget, they have to have staff, and they have to be able to subpoena. And um, I just don't see how we get there. I don't have a lot of hope for the Senate committee. Mm -hmm. And I I really don't trust the FBI. They're already starting to say that there's interference happening. I don't know if you've seen some of the news releases. At first, the fellow, the second in command is saying, no, no, we're fine. We have the budget we need. We can do this. And there's all these leaks coming out that they're starting to interfere in the um, investigation into Russia. So, mm. um, so it's very interesting to hear you, Stefan, talk about the sort of the um, the parameters of this. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I the 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 problem with uh, James Comey and his handling of the uh, investigation into Hillary Clinton last year was that he 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 decided to stray from accepted practice. And talk about it publicly. Mm-hmm. That was that was unusual. Well, saying that she wasn't going to be indicted, and then saying all these terrible things she it did. Usually, they say you're either indicted or you're not. Just well, just yeah. just that he talked about it in general. Just yeah. that he had that press conference and that he was re- revealing information about things as it was going on. Now, he did that. Uh, I my understanding is he did that in part because he was concerned about. You know, what if this information comes out after, you know, she wins the election and it comes out and people go, oh, my God, how did we not know this? And New York um, FBI was talking yeah. about leaking it. So right. he had he had people under him that were insubordinate. So, so the concern about an informed electorate, I think, is entirely a sensible one. The issue is, since he sort of is operating on this new standard of, like, people need to know, they have a right to know this thing if they're going to be voting. Right. I agree. Same thing about the Russia investigation. Well, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he, yeah. If he's going to set a new standard, he then has to apply it. And he did Both sides. And that was my concern. And yeah. I don't think it was because in the end, like, I don't think he did it for partisan reasons. I no, I think he was vibe. reacting. To I, s- I think he was reacting to things. And I also think on some level he just didn't believe Trump would actually win. So, like, he just didn't need to think about, like, how it would look if, yeah. you know. Yeah. Outcome came. And I don't know if people remember, but um, Bill Clinton helped make this mess happen by meeting with the attorney general on the uh, tarmac in the airplanes yeah, about yeah, the yeah. investigation. So right. she recused herself. So Comey, uh, instead of going to somebody else in the Justice Department, he just he went right to the press with it. Yeah, because he didn't really have a, have, a, uh, have a boss uh, to talk to. And he so, did. There were associates and other people that are, and so, he still didn't go to them. So I think you and I can agree that in the end we can blame all this mess on Bill 
Clinton again. <laughs> he always undermines Bill. his wife. <laughs> he does. Yeah, the ACA, the, the what oh, he said about Bill, Obamacare. Bill, Bill Clinton, you 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 really He's a master. Have, 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 have you really are an expert in own goals? <laughs> so yeah, that's a tough one. But I remember yeah. that because that really damaged the Attorney General's ability to control yeah. what was going on at the FBI. Well, and I I, I saw I think on Slate, but somebody was uh, some. You know, I've read a lot of opinion pieces about this, so I don't remember exactly who said this, and I'm not sure if it's truly factual or not. But, uh, but I, well, I'm just, I'm just trying to be clear. You know, that like I read a thing, and I don't know if it's true or not. But hey, why not? Well, <laughs> it suggested, yes. Well, it's it suggested that one of the things the president did was when he made this decision was that he called leaders in Congress to tell them about it, and that he was surprised when Senator Chuck Schumer, the Democratic Majority Leader, was not thrilled by this. And that, on some level, Trump was like, "Why aren't you happy about Look this? I fired, yeah. <laughs> I fired this guy because he did all, you know, because he screwed you guys over." And and Senator Schumer was like, "Yeah, but that's not the point, yeah. you know." <laughs> and like, I think just that really says showed something about Trump's way of looking at it. Like, like, well, you know, he, you know, like this person did something bad to me, so I did something bad to them. Like, and that's all you do. That like the idea that like. We're not happy with how how James Comey handled things, but you know, since he's still director of the FBI, we're going to work with him, and you know, and so forth. And sort of the transactional versus. I'm sorry, Stefan. No, no, no. Go, the go. transactional yeah. versus the um, complicated. Schumer's going to move because now it's no longer in his interest. He just, yeah, that political uh, maneuvering, I think, has surprised mm. him. Well, it's it's really like a like a. The court snake of a medieval pit. king. <laughs> it's a snake well, pit. Well, snake pit too. We're assuming, and I'm talking about Congress, but yeah. sorry. <laughs> no, no. We're assuming that this that he had that expectation at all. I think this could be. I think this is just a political. I think it's a purely cynical exercise. Or oh, I agree. At, I mean, he just dropped the mother of all bombs in Congress. Yeah, and, and <laughs> he just and he's doing so to specifically. You know, he's sort of. Um, He's sort of flanking the Democrats, as we're talking about. Yes, he because, is flanking them. Oh, my goodness. Because he's essentially calling their bluff about, yeah. you know, so you, you know, okay, I, this, this guy this guy kind of cut your throat yeah. in the election. Yeah, but which Democrats um, were calling for Comey to be fired? After he, you know, you mean after the, the press conference before the election? Like, ev- no, 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 no. I mean, <laughs> since Trump got elected. I mean, yeah, people were, like, there were a lot of people complaining time. about him and calling for that six months ago. There are still a lot. De- there are plenty a lot of, of Democrats who are, who are mad at him about yeah. that. I oh, I'm, I'm 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 angry at him, but I'm just like like you know if if President Trump really thought that that Mr. Comey had like had blown himself up and deserved to be thrown out because mm-hmm. of the way he handled the Clinton investigation, the time to do that was shortly after his inauguration. Now, well, yeah. but now it's ridiculous. Well, it is ridiculous, but it's still you know. It still makes it. It still puts Democrats in a difficult spot because now they have to. He called him on you it. You know, he, he, he called him <laughs> on it. He essentially called their bluff. He said, and I, "I call you and I, I raise you too." You know, I, I agree with <laughs> you, Mike. <laughs> and we've got to wrap up. But I, I agree I, with you that like the best procedure, if that was a serious, if that was a serious position, that the minute you get into office, yeah, the minute yeah. you get into office. But it's it's not. It's so transparent. Yeah, it's so transparently a cynical move designed to blow up an investigation into Trump himself about his ties to a foreign power. That honestly, if you don't see it, then you have no business talking about politics. Right. I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> right. Like, so that's, I'm, I'm, I'm out. I'm sorry, I'm <laughs> laughing. I just, I so agree with you because I think it's exactly what it is, and yeah. it's, you know, it's, it's well, mind blowing to you, see you, it. You, you know who else said so? The president. 
<laughs> yeah. So yeah. Uh, must be time for a break. We we're need to take a short break, break but uh, <laughs> we're going to play a few uh, public service announcements and other things and be, be right back with more civil politics in just a minute. So don't go away. We'll be right back. Classical music on Valley Free Radio. Tune in to Andy Musique Wednesday mornings at 7 a.m. for an hour of beautiful music to start your day. Hosted by Lucy and Larry. Have you always loved to read but find it hard to do these days? Forbes Library offers a variety of alternatives to keep you reading long into the night. A large selection of large print books, audiobooks, and easy-to-use e-books and e-audiobooks are available to borrow. You will find bestsellers, classics, and nonfiction offerings. Forbes Library is now affiliated with the National Library Service to provide audiobooks, magazines, and even the daily news for people with vision loss, difficulty holding traditional book or newspaper formats, and for people with certain learning disabilities. Our staff is happy to help you find just the book in just the right format. Call 413-587-1013 to find out more. Hi, my name's Leo, and I use he, him, his pronouns. Hi, my name's AJ, and I use they, them, theirs pronouns. Did you know that sex is your biology and gender is how you identify? You can't assume someone's gender. Based on their clothes. Based on their hair. Based on their voice. Who they hang out with. Who they're attracted to. My gender isn't your business. Ask me my pronouns! Brought to you by the PVPA Student Group for Gender, Sexuality, and Diversity. Hi, this is Wendy, and I'm a volunteer programmer here at Valley Free Radio. My show, Subculture, can be heard Friday nights from 8 to 10 p.m. and features new wave, electronic, indie, and dance music. Not only do I volunteer at Valley Free Radio, but I also love listening to the many different programs we offer. We play everything from locally produced music shows to nationally syndicated news talk shows. I love being a part of the Valley Free Radio community experience, and I hope you do too. In order to bring you all of this great programming, we rely on the support of listeners like you. Please pledge to Today at valleyfreeradio.org. That's valleyfreeradio.org. Hi, I'm Amy Goodman, host of Democracy Now! You're listening to Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM in Northampton, Massachusetts. Today, community broadcasting is more important than ever. Corporate interests affect what music we hear on commercial radio, and real news and opinion take a backseat to ratings and profits. Valley Free Radio is owned by its members, operated by volunteers, its programming created by your friends and neighbors, and it's wholly supported by the community. Please consider going to www.valleyfreeradio.org donate to support free speech in the Pioneer Valley. Thank you so much. Preach it, Amy. That was Amy Goodman. <laughs> yes, <talking> Queen. About... <laughs> yes. <laughs> Is that how that's pronounced? <laughs> that's how I pronounce it. Yes. Yeah. What a yes. nice endorsement of our station. That yes. was wonderful. <laughs> yes, indeed. So uh, kudos to uh, programming director John Roberts for getting that. That's, uh, that's a great get. That was something that was the board of directors get. asked him to do. Good job. So... Um, so, uh, uh, Ms. Goodman is correct. We are doing our pledge week right now. So, please do donate to Valley Free Radio. It's uh, www.valleyfreeradio.org slash donate and give any amount you care to name. Uh, if you use the custom button, you can also give a shout out to the show. And 
if you uh, give us any money at all, even $1, the estate of my late brother, David Dow, will give another $10 to the station. So it's a win-win all around. And I think we said something about like $5 gift certificates to yeah, the Yeah, we Valley, have a couple left, I River think. Valley so market. it should be on the sheet there if we have any left, I hope. But <coughs> I'll help. All right, we have a bunch of different gifts oh, that we can give away. Oh, these giveaways. Yeah, the music. Yeah, um, we have a... That's gone. We have... Uh, we just got some CDs from Felonious Funk, which is an amazing nerdcore um, artist. Uh, so that hey, that yeah, um, <laughs> he uh, that's his um, album Funkoland. We also have music from Boy Meets Robot, uh, Bod Woodruff, Miss Tess, uh, Dennis Cromit, and. Uh, signature sounds 20th anniversary we also have t-shirts if you um for those uh cds you can give 15 dollars or 10 dollars for those you just have to let us know uh you can also get a is there an elvis in there somewhere i don't know uh, if that's gone no that doesn't seem to be there anymore oh it must have gone there is also <laughs> a elvis tango letter has left <laughs> the building bar uh, <laughs> By our own, <laughs> by our own, uh, Jacqueline, uh, Medina. Oh, Tango? Uh, Tango Lessons. Uh, oh, just $25. Sweet. It is worth $75. Uh, we also have, sh uh, shirts. If you give $20, then you can have a shirt of varying sizes. Um, and we also, oh, wait, here, nope. Elvis Presley is gone. I, yeah. I figured that would Yeah, be it's all right gone. Now. We also have Loretta Lynn, uh, White Christmas Blue. <laughs> Blues. Um, so we folks. have a bunch of music <laughs> that you can get for 15. Um, the Boy Meets Robot and the Felonious Funk you can get for 10. Uh, and we have gift certificates for River Valley. Uh, $5, I think. $5 per. And we'll give we have it to you for left. any donation. Yeah. They were actually donated to and, the station. So. Right. And remember, any donation, uh, if you give if you, for those amounts, you can get one of those gifts. John was just telling you. But for any amount you care to give, so long as it's at least one U.S. dollar, we don't take pounds. We don't take euros. Dollars only. Canadian? Or? No, 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 no. Get <laughs> no those loonies. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, hold Get on. Those waterfowl. Hold on. Hey, if you donate through PayPal, if you're listening in another country and oh, you okay. donate through PayPal, it will yeah. convert it for you. Oh, really? Yes. Nice. Keep your eye on those exchange rates. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> well, if you want to throw us 20 pounds, uh, anybody out there, you know, got a few spare quid, we'll take them. Exactly. Or yuan or yen or sure, absolutely. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, we're Thai totally bot, in China. Rubles, brands, <laughs> yeah. you name it. I don't think I don't think Russians. Would oh right, that's probably let not us on the air. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, please give Just to the station. Just because we think Vladimir Putin is a murderous tyrant is no reason to not give us money. The <laughs> views and opinions of Valley Free Radio <laughs> <laughs> are uh, exclusively Michael Dow's. <laughs> but um, any a, any SSP death squad <laughs> should go after Michael Dow only. <laughs> And not here. <laughs> so uh, any amount is is welcome. We we do not get paid here, no ma matter how much we want to be. Uh, any amount is great. Valleyfreeradio.org. Slash donate. Slash, either way. Uh, Valleyfreeradio.org slash donate. Or go to, or call, go to 413-585-1033. Uh, thank you so much for your support. We really, really appreciate it. And like Mike Seriously. said, every every human being that, that gives... Uh, any amount, we get ten additional dollars. So, yep. get if you have five dollars, give a dollar to each of your friends and have them. Come. <laughs> <laughs> 
Don't let's, say that in front of Mike. No, 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 no. <laughs> that, that, it's Friday. I know, let's it's, let's yeah. screw the system over here. <laughs> uh, uh, let's work the system. As, as someone who's been playing games like D and D since 1980, I have to say that is entirely consistent with the rules as written <laughs> and is therefore permissible <laughs> to be changed next the DM, year. The DM says it. I've been. A, I'm a DM too. I know this. I know <laughs> the score. The R A W. Shoppers. We have a DM spot on aisle nine. Yes. So once again. Www.valleyfreeradio.org slash donate. If you enjoy, enjoy this programming, people work so hard at this station, and you know this is the time of year. Wait, so. you guys work hard? Uh. Oh, I thought you did. <laughs> oh, wait, you're on the board. Never mind. <laughs> Man, genre, you listeners, like if, listeners, if you could be in the room right now, <laughs> do you work hard? The death stares that oh, Mister Mister Dow is getting from the rest of the panel and the engineer. It's no, I didn't ask. <laughs> I said you guys work hard, as in I was surprised. It's 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 funny. It's implying uh, that I don't. You yeah. Brahmins. Yeah. <laughs> it's the uh, stare down of the board members here. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm going to tell. Do work really I, I'm hard definitely going to tell my footmen to put in some more time here at the station, <laughs> helping out. Yeah. <laughs> if Michael gets silent, you know genre one. <laughs> Divine justice has struck at last. <laughs> uh, I live with a friend of mine, and I was just—I told some. Stupid, and shepherds, stupid... we shall be for the. Sorry. <laughs> I told some stupid pun, and he just sort of looked Poor at Sue, and, and I just said, you know. If, if they come, if if people come in one day and they find that I'm lying dead on the ground and you're there, just sort of giggling of like your hands around my neck, it'll be justifiable homicide. Yeah. Everyone yeah. will know why. Yeah. Bad puns, <laughs> very very bad. So we still have a <clears throat> we still have a few minutes left to talk about politics. So uh, and I think, oh man, like in a way, there's, like there's no end to talking about. Uh, uh, this horrible sort of attack on our democracy by at our the president. National, yeah, at the national level. But at the same time, I don't know quite what else to say. Do you guys? Sir? I'm, I'm do you spent. Want to pivot? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I can't defend it, as you know. So. Well, yeah, it's, it's, it's indefensible. It's I mean, horrifying it, for it, anybody that loves it, the Constitution and the country. It just it goes beyond party. It, it really should. Does. I hope it, it does. Yeah, <laughs> let's, let's hope some of my guys in Washington get the, you know, order a backbone and well, um, I, I guess uh, uh, given some of the uh, outrage I've been seeing at town halls, mostly that was about the uh, reform of, of health care that came out of the House. But People don't believe people in these town halls. I mean, they really don't believe what they're being told from their representatives, well, which is it, a real crisis. It's unbelievable. And I mean, I think there was a clip you want. I think you yeah. wanted to play, but just yeah. like link like, actually just like, to New Jersey. Yeah, he went yeah. on for five hours. Yes, Representative MacArthur from New yeah. Jersey. Yeah, they've been playing it, pieces of it on the news, and yeah. he got hammered. And he really he he good for him that he stood there and took it because that's what that is know, the job. But yeah. Tough. But on the other hand, uh, I think that constituent, uh, the one fellow I saw was like, you are a threat to my family yeah. by making this happen. You know, like my wife is worried that she's going to die of cancer. Yeah. You know, at least uh, at least he didn't say what Raul Labrador from Idaho said, which was uh, nobody, nobody dies. dies because they don't have access to health. Oh, I heard which that. Was, oh. Uh, amazing clip. Oh. And, and, and wow, that's just wrong. They obviously don't live in America. <laughs> to Not say something the same like America we all live yeah, in. Yeah, it's really something. And they, they got it a little bit, the uh, well, pre existing and also the uh, lifetime well, 
Um, Congressman uh, Congressman Labrador did, I think, later issue a statement where he basically tried to correct, and he said, "Look, I mean, like, you know, if if you're hurt and you go to the emergency room, we will treat you. You know, like yeah. we will save your life." And, and, and that's, that's not the same as treatment for cancer with yeah, a, right. Yeah. Exactly. You don't get diabetes <laughs> treatments at the at the emergency room. They may bring exactly. your sugar lever home. Sometimes they even send you home before it's home. You know, right. down it's, where it belongs. It's, it's just a totally <laughs> different thing. Like, uh, there's all kinds of problems. People just are not that educated on how complicated it is. That's that's what our reps should be well, doing. You, I mean, healthcare is complicated, <laughs> Sue? Well, I remember some somebody was surprised about that. Nobody, yeah, nobody Trump, knows. I think. Well, th- but the <laughs> thing some is, of the reps. But yeah. the thing is, Sue, that isn't complicated. That's very simple. Like, not being able to see a doctor when you're not well. Your, leg, your broken leg will be fixed, but that's about it. It's it's almost right. um, first I mean, aid. It, it's talking about a donut AD. hole. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. come right here. But there yeah. was also some. Uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, so I, you know, and and even at the local level, it feels like there's a little bit of um, mishigas around sort of hate speech and mm. what constitutes hate speech, and you know, there's there's been some all the things, the touch points that I've used as a guide for my. <laughs> You know, what's right and what's wrong? It I'm feels nodding like, along, yeah. Yeah, they seem like they're sort of up in the air at the well, moment. <clears throat> so I've been, um, uh, so I live in East Hampton, which oh, is the next okay. town over. Mm. Right, right. And there's been a lot of kerfuffle recently because uh, a student wore a shirt with, you know, the the stars and bars on it, you know, the Confederate flag. Uh, not that it was actually used in the Confederacy, except something similar was used by one of the, by an army in Northern Virginia, but not so forth. The one anyway, that's but, still waiting for that, reinforcements? Right, exactly. I mean, that's that's getting way into the weeds. But but the point is, what we typically call the Confederate flag is, is, is a later invention by people who were sort of trying to harken back to it. But, so someone was wearing a flag with that, you know, with that famous stars and bars design. And there were a number of, of, of students who complained. Offended, and th- yeah. And there were, I think, some fights and some people got suspended, but not the kid who was wearing the shirt. And then some more students were demonstrating because of it. And so there's a Facebook uh, community uh, for people in East Hampton, which I'm part of. And there have been some discussions on there. And there have been a number of people who have been chiming in, mm. basically saying, you know, uh, oh, you liberals get upset about nothing. It's all about heritage, you know, the people who, you know, fought for the Confederacy were patriots and just and it's just like I can't I can't understand Aren't they traitors? Yes. Yes they are. Okay. <laughs> they they absolutely are. They took up arms against this country. So that's that's tra- that's betrayal right there. But also like like the idea that like and this is something, you know, we've talked about many times in the show, but it just apparently it bears repeating. The Civil War was fought because the South wanted to preserve their, the, the South wanted to preserve the their institution economy. of slavery, yep. and the uh, uh, and they were worried that if they didn't actively secede from the Union, it would eventually, you know, be be exterminated at the federal level, and so you know. A quick strange digression. So you said that the folks that took up arms against the government were traitors, which I agree with. Yeah. How about Stonewall, where the gay men took up arms against the police in? Uh, not the same. Not the same. Not the same because they weren't advocating the overthrow of the whole government. They were upset about actions being by the government and being mistreated by it. And it was sort of a specific concern. They weren't saying like, you know, as part of Stonewall, like, 
uh, it was 68, wasn't it? 69? Somewhere in that, that Right, range. so they didn't say, like, Johnson or Nixon, whoever, whichever was president. I forget when it happened. Yeah, they didn't go after the feds. They went after the... Right, but, but I mean, like, they weren't sort of saying, like, the entire apparatus of American government, like, the whole sort of we need American to society succeed. needs mm-hmm. to be torn apart, and we need to set ourselves apart from it, you know. There is, I think, and this is... A different um, thing. Bill Newman at the... At, I think this was the... The Civil Liberties the school Minute, committee... Or? Hearing well, that's the yeah. he 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 he's does a, he's, he's a he's a radio the, compatriot and he's a local civil rights attorney. Yeah, and I think he's I think he's like the director of the ACLU of Massachusetts or something like that. Yeah, he's, he's involved with them anyways. Yeah. He uh, he did make the point that there's a there is a slippery slope here, and, it, and admittedly that's a drastically overused expression, but um, there there is a qualitative decision to be made about um, how offensive slash disruptive slash um, symbol speech? Yes, uh, 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 that a given symbol presents in a school environment. And if that criteria is met, schools, I think it's as clear at this point, schools have a well-grounded um, legal you know, legal right to prescribe uh, the use of symbols and speech within the school environment that could be seen as disruptive. I think... That's a special environment, though, right? That a school, yes, a public school, and it's you know, and we're also school. talking about minors who you know are there's sort of an in loco parentis jurisdiction in lots of schools where sort of the school takes the place of the parent and so can can sort of um, uh, mandate certain you customs and norms. You don't get all your rights there as a student, sure. Right. And that, and but nevertheless, there is the issue of mm-hmm. if the government says you can't wear that shirt. Right. I mean, that is what, what the First Amendment is about. The government saying you can't do that. It's not like you can't wear that kind of shirt in my private business or whatever or in my house. Saying you know you can't do that in public. That's right. That is the the concern. So it, I can see where and it is Newman, a public I, school. So it's sort yeah, of exactly. has to. Right. And what happens when it becomes something that is is more has more wiggle room i think it's i mean outside of you know purely sort of identitarian and very i mean the confederate flag doesn't have a huge constituency here let me just i mean in, in massachusetts, in massachusetts. yes there are people who fly it they're not a majority they're not likely to get their way what if this is the bill newman's point what if it's the palestinian flag which is considered offensive to many jews who consider themselves zionist yeah. What if it's Tibetan you know, flag and uh, well, this is UMass, the, right? right? This is what I want. Or to bring the flag up, of know. Taiwan, yeah. exactly, which is the same sort of hot button issue or hot button issue with mm-hmm. the same foreign power. This and so, this yeah. is uh, so what Sue is alluding to is that there was a student at UMass who wanted to. Uh, she's of Tibetan background, and her parents were going to be at her graduation from UMass. She wanted to fly. She wanted to display the Tibetan flag, which is. Cons- to, which China um, asserts is a you know essentially a offensive and an, an offensive <laughs> and um, an illegitimate political expression. Um, she wanted to wear this in her graduation walk, and y- the UMass officials said uh, the policy no. of UMass is that it's not a flag of a country recognized by the state U.S. State Department. Therefore, right. you can't display it. Which is logical, anyways. It's logical. Yeah, I mean, but it I is think a it touches policy. on the same yeah. issue. Same yeah. issue, and it's a much more sympathetic expression, I think. Oh yeah, I'm much Tibet, more sympathetic you know, to the free people Tibet of Tibet is, than as <laughs> a bigger constituency here. This is where you. This is where you start to kind of things oh. start to kind of um, yeah. get gritty. Well, I Sue, think. you're the you're the. Small law and order, law and, or- <laughs> law and order, small government Republican. Well, I was at Harvard. Flip down on this one. I was at a Harvard Business School graduation, not for me, 
And uh, they had dollar bills in their caps as they graduated, which obviously was against the policy of only, anybody. Only dollar bills in the in the business school. They had them tucked in their in their caps, you know, because they're going to make so like much money. In a go go bar with <laughs> yeah, like the dollar yeah, bills yeah. tucked yeah. in. <laughs> yeah, it was a while ago. But you know, students do things like that. Right. I probably would have encouraged her to just go for it. And uh, not ask permission. But mm. was it a more official display? Was that why I think that it I was I think it was this procession beforehand. Processional flag? Yes. John if Ray? I can break in. Please. Mm. It's for the the Walk of Nations or, or something. Oh, so um, they're representing nations. Exactly. The, they're oh. representing the, the countries that they come from. Uh, she can. They said that she could carry it <clears throat> like during graduation or during another event. But during this specific event, when they are recognizing the countries that all the students come from, then she can't take that. She can't take it there. Uh, and she um, was arguing that this is um, this this is my country, but it's not recognized by the by the state mm. department. Yeah. And I just want to throw my opinion in there because I I've been having like a sure. lot of thoughts about this. There needs to be a standard of what is a country, mm. because mm. Um, what about Sealand? <laughs> That was an oil rig that someone bought, and they're trying to make it into a country. Specifically, I think for like the Pirate Bay, is that what it is? The fun? I, I think it. Yeah, for be, some like yes. yeah. transfer Brilliant. something. Oh, that's great. Because they were getting they were getting cut off um, in their in their home country. I think it was Switzerland actually. Yeah. So if they wanted to do like pirating, then they would make they would go to Sealand. What if someone that was from Sealand? I'm sorry, I'm laughing. That lived on this great, oil great. rig. Uh, went to UMass and wanted to carry like uh, the whatever flag they. Where, where does it stop? Why does it matter? Why does it matter to the university what you think your country is? That's that's what I don't quite get. Because the university would be uh, would be um, officially acknowledging a country that isn't acknowledged by the yeah, US they are government. a public university. I think. Exactly. Well, so there is that. It's that very whole, sticky. The government's imprimatur. But also, again, what if someone's like, well, I think of my country as Nazi being... Nazi flag. <laughs> right. Uh, the, 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 the Third Reich or the Confederate States of America. I don't recognize the, the now 150-year-long illegitimate occupation of the northern aggressor states. You know, I mean, that's nuts, but you could say that. Exactly, and you said it's the March of Nations. Is yeah, that I can the, I can post it on the yeah. Facebook, but it, the 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 main thing is they needed a standard. They need a standard, and she could yeah. still bring it to graduation. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. a very that's a little different. There was than, a, I and mean, I'm sorry this, I didn't do enough yeah, to well, understand that. Whatever. I mean, like well, the, still this, valid, is, yeah. this is like an official yeah. recognition of the countries that the students are from, yeah. uh, that this that the that the state run university puts on. So. They need a way to determine what a country is. And by them saying, listen, here's what the country says a country is. Here's what America says the country is. We're just going to go with that because they know more about countries than we do. Yeah. <laughs> and plus, who wants to piss off the Chinese? Uh, well, some people may. <laughs> yeah, that, I don't know, but, not do, the, but not the university. But I don't think the yeah. University of Massachusetts you know. wants to. And I certainly don't think that the state of Massachusetts wants to. And I know that the Coming Department of the State Mass. doesn't want to. Right. <laughs> but I mean, the thing is, like, if, if it, it can go up. We the, are a state. We're also a commonwealth. <laughs> we are terms, both. In terms of the Constitution, we are we're a state. <laughs> Never forget. Never forget. Never. Never. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> Never oh. forgive. We don't forgive. We don't <laughs> <Yeah>. forget. <laughs> see that flag? I want to see going in. The well, that's sealant. Yeah, that's sealant. A friend of mine. A friend of mine wrote a song that was uh, "Why Forgive and Forget When You Can Remember and, and Blame." It was a country <laughs> song. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and Trump likes China because he just signed a uh, international treaty with him today, or some some crazy thing. Uh, uh, Trump yeah. likes whoever's been nice to him last. Uh, has money. Who has money? Mm. Money helps. So, but that hate speech stuff. I mean, that's really important because, as you know, being sort of recognized as female through my whole young life, mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of hate speech about women, and and there is no real protection from that mm. in the world at large. I mean, it's just not considered hate speech. It's it's just not, and it's because it's a funny. Pr- it's not a protected class the same way some other mm. yeah. folks are. And it's interesting to protect the Chinese from the Tibetan. Hate speech, which is their flag. I mean, it it really is getting a right. little crazy. I think. Well, yeah, a and it's it, it, it. I think there's a there's a, a it, it's that's, so subjective. Yeah, the slippery slope. And it's you, were talking you know, about. admittedly, a lot of these cases have to be taken on a you know one by one. But I don't think that there's a, a strong standard here, and yeah. that's really showing itself. So I'm afraid. I, I'm afraid, guys. I have to. That has to be the end because we've got to wrap up. Uh, subcultures coming up in just a few yes. minutes. And before we end, I just want to once again say you're listening to Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, and it's Pledge Week. So please, uh, now's your last chance during our show <laughs> to make a donation. Send it now. Send it now. <laughs> Send it now. Well, this is this is what keeps us on the air. We're an all volunteer nonprofit station. This is how we stay in business, folks. So uh, valleyfreeradio.org slash donate, or you can call the station 413-585-1033 and make your pledge over the phone. But uh, pledge over PayPal through the Internet, and you can donate from anywhere in the world. Any amount you care to donate, uh, each donor will trigger an extra $10 from the estate of my late brother, David Dow. Uh, So we would appreciate your support. So once again, uh, www.valleyfreeradio.org slash donate. So stay tuned for Subculture coming up next, and we'll have more civil politics again coming up next week. Thanks for listening. Good night.